Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas the podcast. I'm Zoe and I'm Georgia and we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations, tips and tricks, products we love and brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. I was going to say another day, another dollar. <laughs> I mean, if anyone wants to write in and give us an intro <laughs> to these podcasts, it would be quite useful, wouldn't it? Like, can someone write us, like maybe even a jingle that we yeah. can sing at the beginning of these podcasts to start them off? A jingle would be great. A jingle. Yeah, if anyone, yeah, if anyone wants to give us a jingle and send it over, we will play it and that would be brilliant we would love that moving swiftly on from jingles to operations i've had mine now so <gasps> i'm on the road to recovery which is great oh last gosh. week was pretty hardcore if i'm honest with you um but i'm just really glad that it's all out of the way now and i can start getting back to some sort of you know well i mean the rehab's pretty intense so i had my first physio session on saturday um and that was obviously only like five days post-op um which it's really sore i've come off all my um like proper pain medication now which is great and the operation went really well no issues at all and yeah i'm just i'm kind of trying to take it week by week rather than thinking about the bigger picture because obviously you know to running and skiing and stuff or playing sport it's nine to twelve months which is a bit depressing yeah. but i'm just glad that it's done yeah and also now you can't move i'm going to be sending you things to do from your laptop and Doz is going to lock you in your room and you won't be able to leave she so is such actually. a hard taskmaster <laughs> <laughs> no rest for the wicked and you can't run away <laughs> i tell you what though i have got the coolest crutches that you've ever seen so my friends like my proper ibiza crew sent me um these crutches from cool crutches and they are leopard print ones because you know <gasps> when you're f i know mate they uh, oh wait till I send God. you a photo because you know when you're when you're feeling you're feeling pretty rubbish anyway like the, getting the general anaesthetic out and you're feeling like oh yeah. I can't really move and get around but now I've got leopard print crutches so I'm actually feeling pretty oh my God cool. maybe you might be a crutch influencer maybe they're gonna sell loads of these funky crutches now well, have a little look at cool crutches because literally I'd never heard of them before but I'm gonna be I'm gonna be Instagramming the shit out of them. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say, or oh, maybe I could sprain my ankle so I can, so I can get a Just pair. Can you stop? Don't I just mean, remember what you wish for. Exactly, remember last time. Exactly. I know. This is what you wanted. Yes. So, yeah. yeah, we need to not joke about that, actually. How are you? I'm all right. I'm fine. I'm on holiday with my mum and the kids, which is lovely. Um, oh my God, it's just so easy with no men around. How yeah. awful is that? But it's really, me and my mum love having a holiday without the men in our lives. You're in Cyprus, aren't you? We're in Cyprus. Yeah, we're in the villa. It's really lovely, like super chilled. Um, yeah, it's just... Got good weather? Lovely weather, just relaxing, not really doing much, which is what I needed, to be honest. Um, Mate, so, yeah. keep keep the pictures, keep keep the content coming because I'm living vicariously <laughs> through your uh, beautiful holiday. But we need to get into today's conversation because um, it's another one that we're kind of desperate for you guys listening uh, to hear because um, I think you and I were both really blown away by this chat. I'm blown away by the, the person that we're talking to because you know what I actually have never come across her and I watched her in 2016 fall in love with yeah. her now you know baby daddy and life partner Alex and it was just a really beautiful romance on screen I really invested in but in the both of them so I'm so thrilled that it's worked out and they've had a baby oh my god I know and it's actually so nice to see a success story yes. you know from these shows that have so so much negative press yeah and yes it works you know sometimes it does work and and they have had I mean it's not a fairy tale is it because as you'll know from the chat but um 
yeah I was just exactly the same as you blown away by the yeah. chat really appreciated her honesty and I think yes. you guys are gonna love it absolutely love it Georgia come on let's get into it who are we chatting to today we are chatting to the amazing Olivia Bowen so joining us on the podcast today, ex-Love Islander, uh, mum to gorgeous little boy called Abel. Uh, she's got 3.1 million followers on Instagram, pretty influential. And uh, I have a strong belief that this conversation is going to be a really powerful one. Please let's say hello and welcome to the podcast, Olivia Bowen. How are you? Chat yet, have you not? Oh. We love it. We're honoured. How's, how's, how's your morning been? Yeah, good. To be honest, um, my mum actually helps with Abel two times a week. So I managed to go to PT today, which is why I'm rocking a sweaty hairdo. This isn't gel. This is sweat. (laughs) (laughs) This is normally us, Olivia. Don't worry. It's actually a a rarity that, well, it is Georgia right now, but I've actually washed my hair this morning. Who even am I? What a lie. (laughs) Olivia, nine months into being a new mum, how are you finding it? Um, You know, give us, obviously we're going to go into detail of what your life so far has been like as a mother, but give us an overview on on how you're feeling generally. It is just a roller coaster, isn't it? I bet people just say that all the time but it just is such a roller coaster there is no day that is the same although I do feel like I'm living Groundhog Day at the same time it's the oddest Mm. thing you feel Mm. like everything's new but also it's the same it's so it's so amazing yeah like he is such a happy smiley baby and he's been quite straightforward so far and every day I wake up like oh god is it today is he gonna turn into a little (laughs) demon is he gonna break did you always like did you always want to be a parent or is it something that you like were unsure about no I really didn't um I've I've never seen myself as a mum and I think I struggled so much going into motherhood because I was kind of so against it I was so excited to have a baby but I also was met with this kind of inner voice that told me that I was never meant to be a mum because I'd never wanted to be and I was quite vocal about that online um that I just I just didn't feel like it was a path for me and I never felt ready for it and I didn't think it would suit me and even when I had Abel I still really struggled to call myself mum I still do I still find it weird to say that I'm a mum and I think it's partly because of how I felt for so long but it's partly because I'm, I've always been so keen to get back to the Olivia before having a baby, but she doesn't exist. Like she's not here anymore. I'm just a completely different person. And I've really struggled with that. And I think I always knew that I would really struggle with that. So it always put me off. But yeah, it is the best thing that's ever happened to me, hands down. It's so interesting that you struggle to identify with that label because so many of us also feel exactly the same way. So you're you're completely not alone. In fact, when people say to me, if I ever go to the doctors with any of my kids and they go, come on in, mum, I go. Oh, don't. My name's Zoe. It's Zoe. That makes it's right there. Cruel. <laughs> but you know, that is my name as well. But also... Yeah. I feel like there's so much convers- like chat before you have a child where people scaremonger and they tell you your life's mm. going to be over. Oh, well, you mm. won't be able to do that if you have. Oh, mm. enjoy it while you can. Yeah. You know, <laughs> never be the same. And I mean, God, if people telling you that, why would you ever want to do if it? If I have a child, yeah. Jesus, I used to say it to my mum. I used to be like, no, I, I don't think it's going to, I don't think, sorry, I don't think yeah. you're going to be a grandparent because it looks like hell. It's so hard because... Partly people are only doing this to prepare you and there's a lot of advice out there and a lot of nice people, but it's really hard to differentiate those from the people that are just scaremongering or just want to put their two pence in. 
I think it mm. is a really difficult match to strike on either side but I just think you know we're all so different and we don't have one baby that's the same so you can't fully prepare someone even if you're trying to do it in a nice way it's kind of best to just sit back and let it happen yeah a hundred percent I think we, we we feel exactly the same way about that Olivia and I think especially for, you know for, for you two you know you and Alex have had such a wonderfully kind of amazing romance like I've got to be honest with you both George and I loved that oh, year on Love Island yes, when you guys met and fell in love I mean we were absolutely obsessed with it and then to see you guys you know really really fall in love and make a go of it talk us through that moment where you decided now is the time that we're going to be parents I actually remember it really well because Alex has always wanted a baby Alex has always wanted to be a dad he didn't have a dad when he grew up so I think he's always wanted to kind of prove himself proved to everyone around him that he's going to be the best dad possible because his dad wasn't was a knob (laughs) to put it lightly and he wasn't there for him so I think he's always wanted to prove that so Alex would always be like when can we have a baby when can we have a baby and I've always been the one kind of putting it off and then I think it was just after lockdown um we went away and we were sitting at the swimming pool in Portugal and we were watching these like little kids play and it was just so cute and we were watching like oh my god look at them like but before we'd be like shut up they're so loud they're so annoying (laughs) but now we were like oh (laughs) and then we suddenly looked at each other like oh god are we ready to have a baby (laughs) so it's kind of this moment that we never forgot and then we just said should we just start not paying too much attention to contraception and then it yeah it just happened quite naturally but we did sort of notice just a, a sudden change in the way that we lived our lives and a sudden realization that we were kind of ready for the next step but I never wanted to rush it because I did really want to enjoy that you know pre-baby life but then saying that I enjoy life in such a different way now it's just it's a different thing but it's equally as amazing I love that yeah you realize that you don't have to leave everything behind like we said earlier on George right that actually you can carve out this amazing life and have kids at the same time go figure exactly when you you know did the the positive test how did you feel in that moment well you know how how was that oh my god I was literally shaking my hands like like could not stay still um I knew I knew I did know though I think I'm such I'm so in tune with my body and I know I don't know if anyone else ever said this but I just know from the get-go like I think it was about four days after I was like yeah I'm pregnant because I just kind I just kind of had this feeling and then people talk about feeling the implantation in my mum does yeah yeah really and it was quite like it was to the side and then when I went and had my first scan she said it's the same side that I felt the pain so I'm sure that I felt it implant wow oh my goodness and I remember saying to my friend two weeks before I took a test I was like I'm telling you I'm pregnant I just know it and then yeah so it was a surprise but at the same time it kind of wasn't Alex was absolutely dumbfounded (laughs) (laughs) was he how did you tell him was he with you when you took the test no I I went out secretly and bought tests from the local chemist I used to go in when I was literally like 10 years old like it was so (laughs) so weird so full circle and then I came home and I was like oh my god and I did it upstairs and I just ran downstairs I was gonna keep it from him for a little bit but I just couldn't and he was actually on xbox just playing his xbox I went Alex I was like what I was like can you come see something he was like hold on Purely moaning at me getting him off Xbox and I was like I need to show you something and he yeah he just broke down he was so 
we actually videoed all the reactions. Did you? Yeah, so we've got like all my grandma, my mum, his mum, everyone's reactions in a video, which I haven't watched back yet because I think I'll cry <laughs> too much. Yeah, that's a big moment. That's a big moment to have on tape, I think. But something yeah. so amazing that you can keep forever and show the babies when they're a bit bigger. Yeah, it was lovely. Like, it was just a lovely experience just to have, watch it back, especially like my grandma and things because she's getting a little older and yeah, it's nice to have. Yeah. Tell us about your pregnancy, moment. Olivia. How did you get on? How did you feel throughout it? It was all it was all right. I was quite lucky because some of my friends have really experienced bad sickness um throughout the start. I only nearly threw up in my mouth once or twice. So I think oh, that's quite good going. That's pretty good going. Yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was driving at one point and I was like, oh, oh, and then I was like, oh no, just swallow it, just swallow it. <laughs> swallow it. <laughs> but no, it was it was all right. I um I still worked out, I did Pilates, I actually decided to still horse ride, which was a bit um of a thing online. That's an interesting decision. But like, if you felt comfortable enough doing yeah. it. Yeah, I think the thing is, like, for me, it's something I grew up with and it, I trust my horse beyond belief. And I know, you know, you can walk out and get hit by a bus and that's how I sort of live my life. Exactly. Um, yeah, so there's a few little moments of controversy throughout the pregnancy, but all in all, he was um, very nice to me in the womb. <laughs> that's good. And what about the birth? The birth was a little bit of a different story. Um, I don't really speak about it too much. I think I still struggle to sort of process it. I was really pro um, no drugs. I really wanted a water birth and I felt like I breathed the child out. And I think I felt a lot of pressure to do so, not from anyone else, just from myself. And I think it felt like, oh, you're a woman. You can do this. Like you were born to do this. And then when it Mm. turned out, no, I couldn't do this. I just felt this like huge shame around, you know, having an epidural and not being able to have a water birth and not being able to push him out um, just on my own. And I, like, I felt huge shame. I felt huge disappointment in myself. It just felt like I failed because everyone had said, oh, you're a woman, you can do this and you are built for it and like, our bodies are built. And I'm like, no, that's not the case in every situation. Yeah. I think yeah. We should start making women feel a bit more, you know, powerful, even if they have to choose an option that they didn't want to essentially in the beginning um but at the end of the day he got here and he got here exactly and that was just the most amazing moment Olivia how did the shame manifest inside you I I think I I was just so on it before I gave birth that I was watching hypnobirthing videos all the time and I really felt like it was helping me and then afterwards I, I just was really gutted that I'd missed out on this experience that someone had told me that a woman should have can do it she should always have it and I felt like oh am I not you know a proper woman am I I've not got the right like build up or the makeup of a woman Mm. and that's how it started to feel in my head and then I've gotten over it a little bit more and I've just accepted you know I've got this beautiful baby boy and he's here and a lot of people you know aren't able to say that so essentially it's not the be all and end all but I do think when you're in that really vulnerable place after having a baby your hormones are just you know they're they're gone so I'm so sorry that you felt like that and I think there is even though you know on this podcast and lots of other podcasts we you know we talk about you know just as long as a baby gets into the world Mm. you know then does it matter how it happens but it is unbelievable how much pressure we still put on ourselves Mm. you know not to have drugs or yeah Yeah, it it is is. and it is Mm. and and it's so sad that because I know if I'd listened to a podcast like this and just put myself out there it wouldn't have happened but I wasn't trying to look for that 
Mm. at that moment before pregnancy I was trying to look for the other side but now I know I'm in hindsight if I do have another baby then I will 100% be looking for those things that will bring me up in all essence of the word of a woman not just that side of it. Not once did I hear before I had given birth to Luna not once did I someone say to me do you know what if your birthing plan which I just I just don't agree with birthing plans anyway because I think once they start no. deviating off your plan you start yeah. thinking well hold on a minute what we're going to do now because it's not going how I thought it was going to go the plan um did not once did someone say to me do you know what if you end up having an epidural which I did if you end up having yeah. forceps episiotomy if you end up being blue lighted you still you have mm. still succeeded and you're still a success. Yeah. You haven't failed. I felt like you, Olivia. I felt like utter dog shit for mm. weeks, months afterwards where I couldn't even process what the trauma that I'd been through because I thought, well, hold on a minute. I, I haven't done what everyone said I would do. It hasn't gone yeah. the way I thought it was going to go. It's, it's, it's really mm. hard to get your head around. It's trauma. It, it is. Like, it's huge. Like What you go through that moment, people don't stay up that long to give birth to a child. Like It's just madness. Yeah, yeah. And then you don't get to recover. That's no. the whole thing, isn't it? Like it, you've basically been in like a car crash and then you're expected <laughs> to just stand up yeah. and crack oh, on. So true. You know what? It's I was mad. watching something the other day. Um, I don't know where it was, what country it was, but they have um, postnatal care units where like you yeah. live there with your baby for like two weeks. Yeah. And then oh. baby. I mean, that sounds like the yeah. In China, you don't leave the house. I think it's for 40 days. It's 40 and, days, yeah. Yeah, and people come round and they look after you and they cook for you and they make sure you get enough rest and all of that kind of stuff. So I guess, you know, following on from a birth like that, how mm. were those first few weeks for you? Now I look back, I'm like, oh, you look back with rose-tinted glasses, don't you? Like, and you look back with nostalgia. The same as when you look back on your teenage years you always look back and think oh that was such a nice time wasn't it because you don't it a great time yeah yeah it wasn't that nice we just laid there on the sofa and did nothing (laughs) I I um I remember there I was breastfeeding I remember there was a few days where he wouldn't feed and I just again it was the, the the feeling of failing like as a as a new mother or failing as a woman I was like he's not eating it's my fault but he just wasn't hungry and now I feel like oh god but actually I do I do look back on it as such it was just a little bubble he was just so Mm. tiny and he actually went to um nursery for a trial day yesterday and I just thought oh my god they go so quick but then days where you're just sort of huddled up at home in your little bubble you don't get off the sofa you're watching the same series it's been on for the past week you're eating snacks it's just you do look back with nostalgia, but it, it was a fleeting moment in time. Yeah. And I'm kind of glad that I don't remember it, as I do remember being quite upset a lot of the time, but I don't remember that now. Do you know what I mean? Which yeah. is great, which is great, because mm. that means you'll, you'll, you you know, if you choose to have another one, you'll go into it being like, it feel like the first time again, because you won't remember that, you know, you don't remember the bleak bits, yeah, do you? You're like, you this don't. is going to be magical. You block them out. You, you do. You them out. So, yeah. tell, us how, um, tell us how you and Alex kind of figured out your way, your path as parents together in those first few months. Oh, it's, it's been a long journey for Alex and I. Um, I think because we were both, so used to just putting each other first I think that's the one downfall waiting for a baby after six years is that our lives solely revolved around each other and ourselves we've had to learn how to have this new little person in our relationship and we've both had to kind of put ourselves and each other second 
which we've now learned that you shouldn't do all the time but it has been a huge learning curve like there was lots of arguments there was lots of tough times there was you know me going through all the hormonal ups and downs but he was so patient and um I have to give him credit for that because I, I did really struggle and he's definitely been a bit of a punching bag sometimes um just in the last month as well I've really struggled I find that when you have a newborn it's okay to kind of be messy and your hair's not done and stuff and then you get to this point and your baby's sort of six seven months eight years old, eight months old and you now have to be put together it's not okay to be like the messy mum that you were before because you had a newborn now you've got an older kid why aren't you okay why aren't you out exercising yeah it's interesting actually um, yeah I feel like I'm struggling more now especially about a month ago I, I really had a, a bad breakdown and Alex had to really sort of dig his heels in and hone in on how to look after me and that was a struggle with our relationship like we did go through quite a turbulent time because I was just not expecting to find this part more difficult you know mm. I think as well you know at this sort of six seven month mark it's almost like when the reality kicks in mm. like you're in that bubble before and you almost yeah. accept it don't you you're like like you say yeah. you just accept it like oh you know what I accept that I'm not going to mm. wash my hair and I accept that I'm exactly. not going to go out but the longer it goes on that level of acceptance kind of goes doesn't it because yeah. you think oh is this 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 my life now then mm. like when when am I gonna when is this gonna mm. change and I think you know some people like love that and they think no this is what I want forever I just want to you know just yeah. do this but then some people think oh no like I can't I, I need to you know, I need to get on now and and yeah. feel like myself again I guess I think that was the thing I think and where I was so keen to get back to myself or the previous Olivia it it made it a lot harder, but I am kind of stepping into it now. And there's a word, um, you guys must know it, um, the matrescence that you go through. Yay, we talk about that, don't we, on here, on the podcast. Yeah. Ashley um, James has actually been, like, such an amazing person. And I've never really met her in person, but online. Oh, she's I, wonderful. Yeah, she is. So <sighs> she's so there for me and just made me feel like everything's acceptable in your own time and everything is okay and she told me about the word matricense and that everything just clicked there and I was like I'm just going through this new stage so yeah it's just a very weird process isn't it and I never expected yeah. it it's odd yeah, yeah. yeah because you, you because like Georgia said you know you're looking after the baby and you're everybody is focused on that tiny little baby and you and then and then you know you you have to start coming out the other side and you also have to start looking at your relationship and who you are with this not not a stranger any longer but you know our son and and how we are as a couple and and how we operate together and that takes a lot of work um but also listening to you and hearing you say that you used Alex is a punch bag. Like we, we, we always, we've, we've all always, done done, we all do that, Olivia. Yeah. You are not on your own. We're all going through those say, feelings. Even now, like my yeah. children are. Oh yeah, seven six. years in. Yeah. <laughs> And I still do that sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If anything goes wrong, it's still James's fault. <laughs> we'll be right back after this short break. Welcome back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Now, where were we? How did you how did you feel about your um your body, I guess, post baby, postnatally? I struggled and I knew right. I always would. I struggled very silently though, because Oh, I've never really spoken it before, but in the industry that I'm in, there's a lot of pre there's a lot of pressure. It's not necessarily yeah. from brands. It's not 
it's more internal because you know you've got to work you know you've got to you know what I do is fashion sometimes I have to wear lingerie so the the struggle for me was very internal I think if you went on my social media you probably wouldn't realize but that was me just trying to push through and continue um but I I really hated really hated myself really bad Mm. (laughs) um I've only yeah I think I've only just really come through it because in January I sort of said to myself look like for you for you personally it bothers you and it makes you unhappy so you can't continue like that because it's it's so detrimental to your self-confidence so I Mm. had to get back in the gym I horse ride I need to be fit I need to be strong so for me personally it has helped beyond measure getting back in the gym and getting you know my body back a little bit but this is where I find really hard with social media because I don't ever want someone to look at me and think oh god I've got to be in the gym I've got to get back because it's it's just me in my head personally and for my work I'm not confident enough you know and I'm just human at the end of the day and that is just it's just one of those things you know what absolutely and I think there's a real trend isn't there now that if you're not body positive then mm. you're, it's a really bad thing. And if you come yeah. out and say, actually, I really hate my body at the moment, yeah. Yeah. it's almost like, or, like it's dreadful to oh, say yeah, that. Oh, yeah, cancelled. <laughs> yeah. And, but How thing sad is, is that? It's so sad because so many people feel like that. Like, I, mm. you know, it, I don't know, like, say, for instance, last year, I, I started, like, with an online trainer and I was, like, mm. calorie counting and mm. going to the gym and I was trying to lose weight. That's what I was trying mm. to do. And some people see that as like a really bad negative thing. Yeah, they did, thing. didn't they? Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I almost felt like shamed for it. But I was thinking, mm. but hang on, number one, it's healthy. I'm not mm-hmm. like, you know, only eating like grapes or something <laughs> and then running, you the know, two hours a day. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm, just eating, I'm just eating food and going to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> like. That's but also, it's is. your journey, George. It's your yeah, journey. It it's your you ha- decision. It it's your happy. body and your life. Yeah. yeah. I think that's where you do have to block it out when people yeah. sort of message and say, you really do have to just think, what is going to make me happy? What is yeah. going to, you know, and the whole happy mom, happy baby, it's so true. Like, you need yeah. to be in a mindset and you need to, and I think need to be fit and healthy, but that is a personal thing. There was a brand that um, I was working with and they wanted me to lose weight. And I wanted to at that point, but it was too early. And I didn't know in my head it was too early. And it got to December and I hadn't lost enough weight in their eyes and they dropped me. <gasps> yeah. Oh, I've just got goosebumps. She In the email, they actually said, um, we're disappointed in her. Oh my God, Olivia, that is the most horrendous story. Four to five months postpartum. And they were like, she's not lost enough weight for the... Like I said, I didn't feel confident. Can I have another month to just like try and make myself feel a bit better for the shoe and they were like no and they dropped me <laughs> can you believe that oh my god <gasps> I know I can't no like that. I can't that's shocking that is shocking and I was feeling good and I really enjoyed enjoyed their food and I was like quite you know but because I'd not got to that point it was game over that's the problem with those the problem with those those that I mean you know we don't we don't know who's the problem the problem with a brand like that is that nobody um, feels, uh, you know, rightly probably that you can stand up and say, you know, this is what this is the pressure that they're putting on me, and this is the language that I'm receiving because it's such a, you know, it's such a big beast at that point. You're trying to tackle. I will do it. 
like I, I hope think, I hope really encourage you to yeah, yeah because also because I don't want anyone else to go through no that. to go through it it's those sorts of messages like you know coming out for four or five months postpartum looking a certain way mm. that does put pressure on other people mm. but it's that's why then we can't say when we do when we want to because it's almost like you're aligning yourself with that I basically like said um I loved the food I was feeling really good eating it and I was quite happy to do it but I said I don't look how I think you want me to look but I'm happy to do it because I actually think it's a really great thing to do and I really enjoy that what I've been doing oh my god I couldn't believe it I was so shocked. Do you know what, Olivia? I, I I googled I googled you as we do with all of our guests before we chat to them, <laughs> and the first thing that came up was a headline uh, saying Olivia Bowen um, bounces her, look, looking great as she bounces back postpartum, and I thought what? this is just this is the problem. I think it was from a week ago or two weeks ago, but this is the fundamental problem with this whole fucking setup is that headlines like that are being released. And then it, it, it basically, it, it just sends out completely the wrong message that actually you're nine months postpartum. You take care of yourself. You feel good. You train yeah. hard. You know, it's actually fucking lies, isn't mm. it? I get so angry about it. No, it honestly. And it annoys me that imagine like the first, so anyone listening to this podcast, don't Google me. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> isn't it that that's the first thing that comes up? But I, ha- it hasn't been about back. I've worked really hard. Yeah, yeah. Five times a week, like, but I've, I mean, I've been drinking and eating everything in sight at the weekend. So, and I, I don't look how I did before, and I never will. And it annoys me that they use that language because that language is so detrimental to so many women. Of course it is. Of course it is. Yeah. You know, you, 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 you'd be sitting at home and we've all done it, you know, when we've when we've just had a baby and then we're, we're looking at people in the public eye and we're thinking, oh, how did they bounce back mm. so quickly? Even if we, we fundamentally don't believe it, that mm. word should be banned when we're talking yeah, about should. women's bodies. In fact, why exactly. the fuck is anyone commenting? Sorry for swearing. Why yeah. the hell is anybody, com- that's still a swear word, commenting <laughs> on <laughs> women's bodies to begin with? Yeah, the way Look, exactly. Well, exactly, exactly. They, d- they just doesn't need to, they don't need to so say anything. Mm. No, exactly, exactly. But I think the thing is, like what I what I struggle with, I, I think what people look at online, obviously I have a job where I'm at home and it doesn't require me at all hours of the day. So I do have time to go to a PT and I can do that. There is so many women that work nine to five, then have to look after a baby. Where are they yeah. going to find the time to work out like X, Y and Z does on Instagram that has that as their career? They're not going to have the time. It's not fair to put it on them. And that's what really gets me about trying to share a training journey online and which is why I haven't shared much of it because I'm not going to be that one to put the pressure on someone when they don't have the same lifestyle and it's physically impossible to do that mm, to do it in the same yeah. way it's, it's so true it's so hard it, it would is. just be so lovely to, and it would be so refreshing if we saw headlines like, you know, uh, Olivia feels amazing yeah. and she's yeah. having an incredible, yeah. you know, it's beaming and strong and like po- like yeah. positive, like positive mental mindset and all that kind of really incredible stuff from the inside rather than how we look aesthetically. We've got so much to do, ladies. Yeah, I don't think we're going to get that from, you know, the head, the headlines, but I think we have a job of, you know, saying that online and talking about how it's great to feel strong or it's great to feel fit because those are all the things 
that I'm proud of now. Like, I ran 8K for the first time last week. That's wow. what I'm Yay. proud of. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not proud. I'm not more proud of how I look. I want to be able to be fit, strong and healthy for my child as he grows. That is the long and short of it. But also just honesty, I think. I think the fact mm. that you're like, you know what? I am going to a PT and I'm working really hard. Yeah. Then women don't look at you and be like, Oh, she's just sitting on the sofa and she just looks like that because I think if you're just open with this is what I'm doing yeah, this exactly. is what I'm doing so Honestly, if you don't yeah. sweat is disgusting I can't it comes from every orifice like I'm not joking it's not normal <laughs> Well, at least she's honest. Yeah. That's all exactly. we want on the podcast. Now, I also, I know that I shouldn't have Googled you now because I've been told off for it, but I also read somewhere that you're you're definitely contemplating baby number two, not that yeah. maybe right this second, but are you going to add to the family, do you think? Yeah, I mean, I Alex is actually an only child um, and he was like, I didn't, really didn't mind because I've never really met that many children that haven't had siblings. I had a brother um, and I have half siblings as well. Um so I, I, I'm not used to that, but he was an only child and he said, oh, I didn't mind being an only child, but I don't, I feel like I do want able to grow up with another child. Is that yeah. weird? Yeah. Does everyone feel like that? Yeah. I'm an only yeah. child and I was really happy having one. Yeah. But my husband is one of four and it actually just and we didn't actually plan to have another no. child, but it ended up just happening. Um, and I'm really pleased. Yeah. Like I'm really, like I really, really am. Because I think you you don't you can't want what you didn't have if that makes sense you know like, I didn't true. have a sibling so I didn't understand yeah. like the sibling bond or the importance I really didn't I just grew up liking the way things were but yeah. now I see them I mean yeah. god they actually really fight a lot but like <laughs> all the time <laughs> all I the time all I really, time. really had fights like proper yeah. like drew blood a couple of times I think yeah oh my god Gigi is three and she's vicious towards <laughs> oh yeah him. she'd go for I it wouldn't she I'm like oh my god like that's a lot like this is a lot but anyway I'm told yeah (laughs) that it's all worth it in the end (laughs) they really like each other (laughs) I mean I do I would quite like I would quite like to try next year I'm not gonna lie I was you know what yesterday though when we dropped him off at nursery I was like I don't have a baby anymore and I looked at Alex I was like another one (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh. <laughs> he was like no like you're just getting back into your funk like you're sort of getting yourself again just give yourself a break like yeah yeah <laughs> also you just want to go and get your coffee at that point and have your pt session but you're you're thinking about baby number two at that point oh, yeah no. do you know what it is the best i think we, we, we look it's totally totally someone's choice of course it is but as i tucked my two in bed last night and they they're, they're having to share a room together at the moment because we're doing up Isla and Luna's room and I, I was like you're so lucky that you get to share a room together and they absolutely yeah. loved it and Luna was like can I sleep in here every night and Kit was like no I don't want her to and I was like shh, shh you'll love it just for a few nights so it is a magical it's a magical gift and I grew up with a sister so I think maybe if you grow up with a sibling you know you those it. special moments that you yeah you yeah. get it oh look well look let's see what happens eh um yeah. Olivia before we say goodbye to you because um we've still I feel like we could have sat here and chatted to you all day can you um, I know. Um, could we please get your piece of advice that you would give to a new parent? Mine's really, really just simple. It's just take each day, um, because every day you you just you worry about a different thing. And I remember really thinking about the future, and I think it stole days from me. I think it stole mm. 
calmness from me and if I could tell anyone it is just take each day and just go day by day don't think about the next thing just enjoy that moment or just struggle in that moment because the next day it'll be completely different you won't be thinking the same things you won't be feeling the same things um yeah and I wish that someone had said that to me that is a lovely piece of advice isn't it yeah yeah I love that we always like to get product recommendations as well so I don't know if you've got any bits and bobs that you're loving um or you just personally really like yeah um do you know what I actually did put a few together for you oh, <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> Abel has an egg box toy that he is absolutely gassed over every time he sees it and I don't know why yes but he absolutely loves that and you can spend so much on so many toys but that that little egg box. what is it it's the yellow oh the eggs yes, oh they're yes. the best you still have those yes you still have those yeah, you literally need them. And then um, he also has these little socks called little yoga socks. Um, and they kept popping up on my Instagram, but they're just really grippy socks. And I've tried so many pairs of socks for him. Um, and they're just amazing. He falls over all the time, but they're helping. So I definitely get some of those when your um, baby starts to walk. Um, and then pull up nappies. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. such a game changer, isn't it? Man. Does your child literally spin like a crocodile? Because yeah. I swear to God. <laughs> He doesn't say still. <laughs> the other day, Alex was trying to change his nappy. And um, I, I could hear him because I was still in bed. And I could hear him going, hey, well, no, wait, stop. And he's got two on his hands. <laughs> oh, he's crawling around. It's going everywhere. And you cannot get a nappy on the child. Like, oh, it's actually mental. So pull oh. up nappies do help that. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can get those from like six months or something, can't you? Yeah. Like the size. Because I always thought you had to wait, away. but you don't. Just use yeah, them. Well, I know. Georgia, when Georgia, when ours were little, were there pull up nappies for when, I know we're not like geriatrics, but were there Back in the day. Were they around them back in the day. They were. I had them for Axel at like six, seven months. And I remember never being told like, me that. why is, Why does not everyone use it's these? So this great. is so weird. Although yeah. we didn't realise that you ripped the sides at first. So we were trying to get off pooey nappies by pulling oh, it Oh, yeah. 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 I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so ripped the sides. Rip the sides off. Top tip yeah, from exactly. Olivia. Olivia, thank you so so much for coming on. Um, and you've been that. you've been an absolute dream. And we're really we're like great. it's so lovely watching your parenting journey online and seeing how happy you guys are in your new home and everything. So good luck. Please come back. Yes, hundred percent. I will come back. <laughs> it's been so nice to actually talk about being a mum. I've not really spoke to anyone about it, so it feels really weird. Oh, <laughs> thank, thank you. you. Oh wow. Wow, wow, wow. I mean, I still cannot get over the whole thing when she was talking about losing work because she wasn't in a certain shape. It's it's actually mental that that happens in real life. You know, like when you hear these stories, you think, oh yeah, that doesn't really happen. It does. Like it literally does. And it's just just so, there's just so much in that that's wrong. You know, personally for her, that must have been, felt like an awful blow. Just horrendous. Even though she knows that it's wrong, it's still never a nice thing. Like, and also she's lost work for goodness sake as well. It's her, it's her Mm. livelihood. Also, what? What kind of message does that send out about that well, brand? that's the real point. Like, what? I mean, I really wish she could name and shame, and I'm sure she will at some point, so keep an eye on her Instagram. Exactly. I will be. <laughs> no, we want to say a massive thank you to Olivia, actually, for being that honest. It takes a really strong person to come out and make a stand on things like that. So, um, yeah, Olivia, we love you. Thank you. And, um, and I feel like we've also made a bit of a mate there as well, so maybe we'll get to go around yeah. and drink some wine with her. I know. And also, she did say that Alex will come on, so yes. maybe, maybe we'll get his point of view, which would be really fun. That would um, be lovely. But yeah, absolutely. 
absolutely loved her and me uh, thank you so much for listening to today's podcast as always we'd love you to rate review subscribe and please give the podcast a little follow we do talk about leaving reviews as well I know it takes you know a couple of minutes out of your day but if you do have time to do that it really helps us spread the word of the podcast out there yeah and obviously the more listens that we get the better guests will be exactly so it works in your favour win win (laughs) (laughs) also tell your mates about the podcast and if you have got any guest suggestions um, then please do drop us a DM on Instagram we're on at Made by Mummers and we'll be back on Friday Made by Mummers is an insanity podcast production and today's episode was produced by the lovely Charlotte Mason Insanity Group